0: You're listening to Beltway Beef, official commentary from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association's Washington, D.C. office. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beltway Beef. I'm Hunter Ehrman, and today I'm joined by NCBA's Executive Director of Government Affairs, Allison Rivera, to talk about an old school form of transportation that is making front page news this week, trains. So, Allison, rail reliability has been a big issue in the news recently. How does rail service impact cattle producers?
1: So, cattle producers, uh, obviously, we, we do a lot of live haul via truck. So, a lot of times when you hear me give updates in this transportation space, we're talking about trucking. In in the rail sense, we move uh, feed and fuel and fertilizer uh, via rail. Um, and so, those inputs, which are very important to our producers and, and their ability uh, to raise cattle and be able to move the machinery that they need to, to do their everyday jobs, um, we are relying reliant on the reliability and timely delivery of those products via rail every single day across the country.
0: So Allison, NCBA members recently put forward some new rail policy at our summer business meeting in July. How does this new policy help NCBA weigh in on some of these rail issues?
1: Uh, we have seen a lot of issues with the timeliness and availability uh, of of our of the rail um, and the ability for them to deliver feed in a timely manner uh, we've been seeing this for a little while um, it affects the overall supply chain whether that rail is headed to the ports or whether um, those products are heading uh, to producers and so this was something that you know was brought up uh, to our attention as something that we needed to take a closer look at so we passed policy and Ag and Food Policy Committee. Um, And ever since then, we've been able to really dig deep on this issue and figure out what's working and what's not and and try to hold these these, uh, companies' feet to the fire so we have timely service for our members.
0: So... When you talk about shipping agricultural products by rail, that sort of sounds like an old school method of transportation here. Why do we rely on rail when we also have other modes of transportation like trucking?
1: You know, all the pieces go together in this supply chain, whether we're talking about our, our you know, somewhat new policy on ports or whether we're talking about our new policy on rail, trucking we've had on the books for a while because that is our our main uh, mode of transportation, particularly for our cow-calf producers moving, uh, moving live haul. Um, um, but at the end of the day, we need each of these components to be able to make sure that our members stay profitable. They're all pieces, uh, they're all cogs in the wheel, if you will. Um, and we rely on all of them. We do have a truck driver shortage. Um, and so when we talk about long-haul trucking, you know, if we were just reliant on trucks, there would be a gap in that supply chain. and so we we do need rail, but we need them to be providing uh, we need them to fulfill their contracts and we need them, to move and ship the things that producers need those inputs in a timely
0: manner. So Allison, can you give us an update on what NCBA has done in this rail space over the past couple of months?
1: Well, there's, you know, there's been a lot of debate, a lot of uh, conversations about labor shortages within the rail industry. Um, Some of it started before COVID and really just got exacerbated in the middle of COVID. Um, But just making sure that uh, that rail labor is what it needs to be so that again, shipments that are not making it to where they need to go, um, that we have enough people working uh, on those rail lines to make sure that they can make those deliveries because there are people that have contracts and they pay, you know, plenty of money to make sure that those contracts get fulfilled. And when they don't, there's got to be some pressure put on these companies to say, you have to provide timely service. Our cattle cannot wait on their feed um, just because the rail companies don't have enough labor to get the job done. So this is uh, some of the pressure that we've continued to work with the rest of agriculture on to just make sure that that rail is getting getting their jobs done. Well, Alison, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you.
0: This has been another episode of Beltway Beat. Don't forget to check us out online at policy.ncba.org or catch the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from, including SoundCloud, Spotify, and
1: Apple Podcasts.